Good morning, you Florida.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm in Vail, Colorado at the spring NFA meeting, and I'm with Jason McSwain, the president. Jason, how you doing? Good, Kemp. It's a privilege to meet together. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. I missed the, the meeting that you had in Mexico last fall. I had to go to the Neocon show, but it's good to be with the group again. You have two roles, your day job. You're the president and principal of McSwain Carpets and Floors with 10 stores in Cincinnati. Let's talk about that first. How did you end out the year? Last year was a, a very fun year, very productive year, and a very tiring year. I think our team was looking for a little gap to recharge, but was was very productive. We had some changes in our market, and we were able to step in and capitalize on some of those, so that doesn't happen all the time. But it was a good year for, for McSwain's in, in the markets that we serve. I know about some of those changes in your markets. You had one of your competitors was bought by another person, and so that always changes the dynamics, doesn't it? it? It does, and so we'll continue to do our best for our customers that we serve. So Okay, so one quick question before we move to the NFA meeting. Just curious. With the Russian-Ukrainian conflict and the higher fuel prices here, is that impacting what you're seeing as far as the number of consumers and your sales of late to consumers? It, it hasn't. We've got to be mindful. It's in everyone's on the headlines. It's at every grocery store, checkout counter when you look at your total, and gas pumps, especially if you drive a SUV that, with a large tank. So. You know, it's one of those that we have to be intentional with our marketing, our use of finance, ways to present and still help that customer find the needs that they're looking for. We haven't seen the size of orders change in uh, the traffic count. We've had some dips more weather-related than necessarily just a, a shutting down because of the headline. Of the many interviews we do, I'm hearing that same story, so it's good to hear that it hadn't impacted sales in our market yet. So let's move to this meeting. Here we are in Vail, very nice place. You've got, I think, roughly 200 people here, don't you? We do. Uh, excited about the next couple of days with our vendor partners. We've had uh, four or five that brought larger teams, and that's just a clear indication they are choosing to invest in our, our members and, and the time that we can strategize together. So it's a good group. So I know one of the things you do, you go around the room and you ask them to report to the rest of the group you know, how they did Give us a, a flavor for, you know, is the group up 20%, up 40%? Uh, what kind of read did you get there? Good. The, the range were a few that might not have had growth beyond 10%, uh, but they would highlight they didn't have closures a year prior. So they might have had a phenomenal 2020, and then last year was not as standout. The rest of those numbers, the high was 58%. Wow. Uh, so a lot of them that were in the 30s and 40s. More importantly was, well, First quarter is almost finished. What's your outlook for the year ahead? And those were, were, were robust. They were probably 10 to 15%. Uh, very few were looking for, for radically small shrinking from last year. Okay, that's still pretty healthy, yeah. 8 to 15. Uh, yeah, that is. I was surprised. Yeah. I know you had a speaker this morning. You had Tom Lape, who was a former president of sales in the residential area for Mohawk. He came to speak to the group. What were some of his message points? Yeah, Tom was a great bringing it close uh, for our members in the sense that we all have access to your banking, your accountant, local economist, uh, whatever you want to follow. But Tom, and we worked ahead with them just to target that into how does that relate to uh, to flooring retail uh, for our membership. So bringing that more tightly in to be aware of threats, uh, changes, and just a global landscape. And what are opportunities in the next couple of years? We have a number of members, so some are in the transition of generational transition. Others are uh, probably possibly have an exit plan. He spoke to 
those pieces. And some of that resonated when we were in smaller groups before lunch of what do we do and build on uh, for our fall lineup of information that we can bring that's valuable to the members. Didn't he talk a little bit, too, about the USA and China and kind of the differences between their competitive nature? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he does a, a great job. I would say cute, but, I mean, he brought some illustrations that just depicted it very well. And that's the reality of where, you know, things that serve our country great, of democracy, uh, we change leadership uh, quite frequently. Long-term dictator uh, has a has a much longer time frame to implement their plans, so... Uh, he just emphasized that in several different ways. What is the group focused on for this year? Yeah, I think our theme today was really hearing from every member, that they have a voice, they have ideas, uh, and so they brought areas of innovation, they brought areas of efficiency in how they are maintaining and protecting that gross margin. Uh, so that earlier part, as people were talking about last year growth, th- many of them moved into more where their margin, if it was up or down in, in the urgency if it was down a point you know there was a a member that was just um driving that that is not at all acceptable and what they were doing about that so that for the whole group to hear and learn be reinforced was was real valuable i know you have 43 members now is is one of your goals to grow that number or are you going to stick with that the members and our vendors we're we're always open uh if there's a, a retailer that would bring um you know, a, a value into the mix. Uh, we're, we're welcome to that. And uh, we have a process to evaluate, make sure it's a good fit. And so we'll just continue to, to pursue uh, any of those that might come our way. I know Lauren Coles is heading up your marketing initiative. Is she doing any, anything for the group this year? Absolutely. She is. Uh, I teased her. I said, it's always nice when the head of marketing is wearing the colors of the NFA. So her outfit was red and black and she laughed. She wouldn't, didn't plan it that way, but fashion is her thing. And she brought in her report just a number of initiatives that is moving our our nfa and our, our private label forward and that's exciting to see and and uh, a lot of that committee has been working on some foundational pieces so that it has a longevity to it what do you think's the biggest threat in the way of growth for the collective members here it really is staying true to what they have as a unique competitive advantage in their market and that's how we ended our meeting really looking at you know clearly sharing it within our group is, is easy and, and one of our benefits but you know as things are tight things are different i think most small businesses realize they are much more nimble now after covid than they ever were and how do we hold tight to that you don't want to lose that and get comfortable back into maybe a slow way that you evaluated i know uh, Dave Chambers was saying they executed strategy uh, so well that they practice now how they are fast at executing strategy. And and so it's those pieces of how do you hold on to those and not let uh, time kind of get you lulled into old way of business. What do you think the competitive advantage is for the t- typical NFA member? Our members are a broad range, so I would say competitive Advantage is what takes place tonight and, uh, and particularly tomorrow and Wednesday with our vendors. Uh, so we'll, we have our, our core vendor uh, time and just continuing. They aren't always rosy topics, um, but it's a opportunity to continue to, to build on strategies that benefit the vendor, but also are driven and benefit the, the member. Now your fall meeting's coming up in I think, uh, September, uh, and that's going to be in Michigan, right? It is, yes. That'll be a unique place we haven't been before. Uh, and so we're excited to um, 
to, to gather there. And uh, we have some members that are uh, close in that region, and we try to just uh, hit the Midwest, West Coast, East Coast. Um, and so the, the group is excited to, to gather there, and that will be uh, in middle of September. That's the Grand Hotel in Mackinac Island. You have to go by boat, right? Yeah, you do. A little plane and boat and, uh, and buggy as well. So a little unique place. And our group is, is the size that that works well. All right, Jason, thanks for spending time with our listeners. Again, been talking to Jason McSwain, the president of the NFA and the president of McSwain Carpets and Floors, and you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloridaLA.net.